Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 hello. This is Helena Steiner Unstein. Saying hello to you yet again here on this regular day, <laughs> which is a subject uh, that we are going to talk about today. Hope you're well. I'm in Florida. I love Florida. For some reason, some people love Florida, others don't. It's kind of big and flat and humid. You shouldn't like it at all, probably. I also love Sweden. I love the Nordic countries with the mountains and the forests and the waterfalls. But somehow I like it here as well. I actually like the tropics even more. I love the Caribbean. And that's why I go there so often, because I love the energy of the ocean. I love the energy of of the air in the Caribbean. So anyway, I'm back here. My websites are findingyourinnerlight.com, bodysoulconnection.com. My emails are dr for doctor, Helena, info, short for information, at yahoo.com, or activale at gmail.com. I have probably about eight or nine or even ten different email addresses because I get so many emails. And most of those emails are not emails that I really want to read. I mean, they're not possessions or anything. They're just emails coming. And uh, that's why I have to divide it like this. I have also one uh, more private, I would say, which is Dr. Dr. Helena. And that's it. Dr. Helena at bodysoulconnection.com. I don't use that very much because it's not as easy to handle as the other more common ones are. But anyway, I will receive your emails, but if you don't receive them, I don't answer, and you really would like an answer, uh, then just write any of those email addresses. I think that's better than trying to reach me through the website, because uh, somehow that doesn't always get to me. That's usually kind of put in the spam file. So we are going to talk about just a regular day today. And today is just a regular day. I picked this subject when I kind of placed, you know, I reserved this spot here for today. And I wondered, when I looked at it last night, and this was a Friday night last night when I kind of got to prepare myself for today, Saturday, and I thought, what is this? Why did I pick this? I really need some more thought to this. Because that's a big thing, because it's such a regular day thing. It, it's just, what shall we bring into that? And then I would like to start somehow that we are part of a grand design for everything. There is some mysterious force driving this whole 
sign somehow. And that's what I say to those who want to have a session with me. I say that uh, in a kind of a introductory letter to my prospective clients or to my clients, I say that we are part of a universe. We are energy. And we are all attracting each other somehow. And this is why I can read you sitting here in Florida and you are in Japan. It works beautifully. I have several in Australia. The only thing with Australia is more complicated to find a suitable time when you are awake and I'm awake. <laughs> you know, this is the whole problem. Otherwise, the connection is wonderful because we are somehow drawn together in this universe, particularly if we have the same idea about things. We're all frequencies. But all this is massive through some kind of mysterious force. I call this the higher intention. And that is how energies can be sent across the world from one place to the other through the higher intention because you want to get well and I want you to get well. And this is how it works. And all this is part of our regular day. <laughs> Sounds a little maybe far-fetched, but it's really the way it is. We are co-creating our lives with this higher force. I think I write about this in my last newsletter. I wonder if you really should read my newsletter a little bit more often because I notice some of you, you'll get it, but you don't even open them up. I don't know why not because it's. Uh, I try to make it short. Like the last one was a little bit longer, but it was so touching to so many hearts. I got so many responses back and I love every little response that I got, every single one of you. And you reminded me, yes, it's worthwhile to do this kind of work among all the other things that are happening out there that are not that very good. So again, I like you to know that I really appreciate all your emails. And also, I want to tell you I'm not fine. I had this accident, which I talked about, I think it was the last time or the time before last time. But I had a very, very quick recovery. I'm not joking. It's actually a fact. I had a, an incredibly quick recovery. Why? Because I was working with a higher intention. I was working with the light. It was meant to be that way. And one thing I want people to understand, that when you have an accident, it might actually be for the highest good. Yes, the accident that happened to me was not meant to hurt me. Well, it hurt me, it hurt like hell, you know, when it happened. But it was a moment of awakening. It really woke me up. 
it was telling me something. And I listened. That was the whole point. Something happened during that what was meant to be a regular day. Really, really, really. It was meant to be a regular day. And that accident was happening. And everyone who saw that, oh, poor, poor woman, and this is really ruining her day. Well, at that moment, yes. I learned so much because of that accident. I learned so much more about people to weed out who is what. And there are so many, many good people out there. It really, really woke me up. And it told me so. And again, I listened. And that was the point of the whole thing. Because I listened, I now got the help that I needed from the universe. The healing light listened and just sent me all that healing back to me. It responded. Yeah, we fix this. We do this together. Everything out there is a co-creation. It was such a good show showing me that we co-create our day is a regular day is just so full of messages every moment of the day. You can make what you prefer out of your day. If you prefer to lie back and say, oh, I'm hurting, I'm hurting. Everyone is so mean to me. And so and so should I help me. And my mother this and my mother that. It seems so many are blaming that childhood for things. Get over it. And that's a very, very important lesson. Get over it. Move forward. And don't live in a place of anger and disappointment or whatever, or blame, my God. <laughs> it's just, we do all those things and we keep on telling us, oh, no, I read all this book. I know how it's done. And you don't because you don't know how to live it. How is it if you read a book, How to Bicycle? but you have not been able to sit up and bicycle on a real bicycle. I had to make a pause that just you can think about it. It's about time you get moving and do something about the things that you believe, that you know, that you say you know. I know so many psychologists out there who have become psychologists only because they wanted to find out about themselves. You don't find out about yourself from books written about others. You have to start to turn within and look at yourself because there are energies out there, even if it's what you believe a good day, there are still so-called dark energy in our day because the universe is full of everything. In that everything, in the truth, there is always a side of the dark in there because in everything there is truly everything. And you have to excite, you have to decide what side you want to be on. 
I decided early on I wanted to be on the side of the light because when you laugh and have fun, you have a much better life and you have more friends. If I had tough times and difficult times, it was I was kind of charging myself with that darkness. And all those people of darkness came to me and they liked being in my company. I didn't really like that kind of lifestyle. So I changed. But we have to go through those moments from time to time that we're hit by the darkness. But the point is, we must not stay there. And that is part of your regular day. That the grand design includes everything. But you have to choose what you like. And what you like and what will make you happy is what not what no what makes not only you happy, but what makes everyone happy. And that is the whole point. When you have an idea you want to do something with you about your life. Is this an idea that will make you happy? Or will it make everyone happy? Is it for the world? Is it for the embedment of the world? We have to think that way because we coexist in this world. And what I don't understand is that we have choices. We have the right to vote in most countries. And we vote more according to the greed and power and and um, I, if I do this, then I get more power over you. That kind of boat. What kind of life is that that you actually are, are uh, choosing? Now, if you were born into a particular lifestyle, you were born into a particular country, particular political situation of a country, and you see that out there in the world. You don't have to stay there. You move on to a place where you can shine. And this is what is happening in the world. That's why we have so many people who are moving away from where they were born into what they believe better life. And I feel we should accept that this is something that's happening. It doesn't mean that we should except any forces of darkness moving in. On the contrary, now is the time when we should really choose what we want. But I feel we should help each other, whoever we are, as long as we represent the good. And that is the whole thing. This is what the God power is all about. So um, uh, talk about moving. And I had a client, and she was in northern Sweden, you know, the very, very northern part of Sweden where you have the Arctic Circle. It's cold and dark there a lot. I haven't been that far north myself because for the distance I had to travel, I preferred to go to, like, Italy or Spain, where it was warmer and the sun would shine more. So people up there, they are what I know, and the ones I have met, they are more introvert. And they're not sharing much. 
But she came to me in person. And uh, this was in Stockholm, which is more the south of Sweden. We, we say it's middle Sweden, but it's not. It's the south because it's a long, long country. And she said, I don't get this. I went to specialist here in town. I came specialist, especially to see the specialist. And the problem was that he couldn't help me. He, he couldn't give an answer. And she said that every morning when I get up, I sit there and I, my ears are hurting, my nose is hurting, I sneeze and I cough and I have a headache and all I want to do is to stay in bed. And I looked at her and I said, oh, you are allergic to going... I am who I am and I'm proud of it. <laughs> this was funny. This was my table robot, Alexa, who suddenly chipped in. <laughs> I didn't even say the code word, you know, which was her name. So anyway, I am who I am. Yes, evidently, she was who she was, but she was not meant to be up there somehow and start her day going to the work that she had up there. And here was this higher intention chipping in and saying that way. I can only say thank you. It was not organized. So, and I said to her, this is, you know, you are, I dare not say that, so my table robot hears this, but you are not meant to be up here. Why? You are allergic to being up here. It's your inner self that's protesting. You cannot handle living your days up here. I suggest you move south. Two years later, I get the note for her, from her, and she said, I want to have a yet another session to just continue my life because now I'm happy. I want to see what else I can do with myself. She had moved to the southern point of Sweden. She had a great job. She had found new friends. They were much more open and fun, and she could go and swim in the in the Baltic Sea quite a lot. Up north, she had nothing to Everything was so ice cold. She was extremely happy, and she said she had never had those outbursts in the morning anymore. A medical doctor couldn't find that out. Well, some psychically, like me, found that out immediately. We are special creatures. We have intentions and likes and dislikes within us, in our souls. We know what we want. We just don't follow that enough. So do you follow that? And there's another story like this about myself when I was going to high school. And uh, we came back from the summer vacation I don't know what grade it was. Maybe it was like 10th or 11th or even 12th grade. No, not 12th, but somewhere up there, 10th grade or something like this. And she, or my, we had a music teacher. For some reason, we had music studies twice a week. And those were for my particular class between eight and nine, twice, you know, in the week. 
And that should include, okay, singing, some singing, of course, but music history, etc., etc. And now when we came back after our summer, summer vacation, the teacher who was like, he looked actually quite funny. We called him the shrimp <laughs> because he was so tiny. He was so small uh, and so slender, but he had a really big nose upon which he had those big glasses and had like black hair that was completely straight and he had, didn't handle that way. And he lived close by and had this wife who was like, she was about four times as big as he was, wider and taller, everything else. He spoke kind of gay. This is what I say today, but we didn't have those expressions in those days. But he was somehow someone that particularly the boys were mocking. And here we came back after summer vacation. And the first thing he said, okay, I'm going to free all boys all through this year because your voices are now breaking and you cannot sing anymore. Well, probably about five of the boys had that situation, but he didn't like to have the boys in his classes. He wanted just to teach girls because girls behave better. So he said, okay, you boys, you do not need to come back next time. I was vivid. And the girls said, oh, lucky you to the boys. And just accepted that. I didn't. I was vivid. I went to the principal and said, this is so unfair. You cannot do this to the girl and do this to the boy and to the boys. I want to have that time off as well, because the reason why they were freed was that the teacher said they cannot sing. I cannot sing either, because once I sing in a group, everyone will look at me because my voice is a little different. I didn't tell the principal that in other schools before that, I was always the one who, who was asked to sing. It wasn't, the, you know, I had that special voice that was a little different from everyone else's. So I never dare sing out properly in a group because everyone can hear my voice. <laughs> so it's a little bit different. And here he said, the, the principal said, well, what I can do to be fair, you will have a singing test with your music teacher. Of course, I came to my test. And he asked me to sing this and that, and I went, <laughs> and showed absolutely no interest in trying to sing. He decided I was only going to be a troublemaker for him. And he was right. So he said, okay, I do the same thing with you as with the boys. I will free you from those music lessons for the, this coming year school year. It didn't do anything. Those lessons meant nothing to any grades. They didn't count. I don't know why we had it or why we were forced to have those. So now I got my mornings free. I had those two sleeping mornings because I dad make a change. And the girls, what did they do? Did they say, lucky you, as they did to the boys? They said, oh, you are cheating. You are cheating. And I said, no. I worked for it. I made a difference for myself by 
you are responsible for you. You can go and do the same thing. Of course, no one did. But this is the, what I'm trying to say. There stand out. There make a reason for whatever you want to do. Or why everything is cause and effect out there. Find a reason why you want things to be your way. And I think everyone was much happy when I didn't get part, when I didn't have to sit among those other girls. It was just easy for everyone. I was happy. And then I came and saw them like at nine o'clock for the next lesson. Well rested. <laughs> of course, they would still be angry with me today, probably. But uh, in their hearts, no one said that to me. But it's jealousy. Why don't you stand up and do things that are suiting you? If it doesn't hurt anyone else and also doesn't hurt you. We have those choices. The one I told you about now is kind of a little ridiculous, but yes, everything is there for us. So, you can make a difference not only to your own life, but also to other people's life. And we have to change our pattern of life. If you now don't like the day the way it is, start to make a change. You have your shower at night before you go to bed. Have the shower in the morning instead. Little things like this. You always take the car to, to work in the morning. Well, maybe you should take the subway or the bus to work and see how that feels. And after a week, you say, oh, no, I love my car. I love my life. I don't have to do the bus. You know, things like this, we are more in charge of our day than we know. The whole thing is you have to get rid of those dark energies, and that is envy. That's one of the Ten Commandments. It doesn't say you should be envious, you should not be envious, but it says you should not have wants for other people's properties. That's exactly what it is. You should not be envious. Some people are very envious of other people's lives. I have that a lot when I come to Sweden. And they say, oh, you live in Florida. And they're so envious and actually almost jealous of me. Because they don't realize that everything takes choices and hard work. Just the way it is. And you must not bring in all kinds of things, you know, stupid beliefs that, oh, it's bad luck with that. It's bad luck with this. I was dating, and this was a serious relationship. I was dating this guy, uh, and uh, he was probably the best relationship I ever had. And it was so, in all areas, was like perfect. He became a very famous ambassador afterwards, and we said we we'll always keep, you know, it, connection with each other, 
But unfortunately, the height of his career, he was on a, on a plane. And that plane went down. And he went down with a plane. Very, very sad, the whole thing. But anyway, he had one philosophy, that everything is luck. Everything is good luck. And he said that the luck would just come by. And you have to just be open for it. And this was his idea of God. It's a question of luck. And he was, of course, right with that. There is a question like, but I go further. This is fate. That you have the choice of opening up for that spark of good luck that comes by. You can grab it or you can let it fly by. So everything goes back to you and your choices to make a regular blah, blah into a wonderful, ah, ah, good day. And aha, good day. And we can do that because we are communicated with the higher forces all the time. We are constantly communicated with the universe without do, without knowing it. If you believe, like for instance, oh, I broke my mirror, I dropped my mirror in the, my my you know my little traveling mirror, I broke it and it fell in different pieces, and you will have bad luck for whatever they say seven years, and you're looking out for bad luck. No, you are only inviting bad luck to come your way if you believe in those old superstitions. I noticed, though, when I went to school and it established itself in me somehow that some days were somehow better days. I did like Fridays. I don't know why. I didn't like Fridays at school. That was always when somehow something less pleasant happened, like a test, or I got a question I didn't know. I never liked that. (laughs) Or there was something else that happened on the Friday. It was bad food. You know, we got the food at school, and it was usually bad food or some bad on Fridays, usually some kind of bad fish at particularly one particular school. But we make it that way. Friday the 13th is considered a bad luck day. And number 13 is for some cultures also considered a bad number. In some cultures, they won't even have it on the elevator buttons. You jump from 12 to 14 because no one wants to live on the 13th floor. I usually travel, if I have to travel and there's a 13th that week, I pick that day. Why? Not that I hope that the plane is going to fall down. On the contrary, I do it because on the Friday the 13th, less people usually travel. You get better seats. You get better everything on Friday the 13th. So this is what I do. Now, if you want to travel on, on a quiet day and it's not Friday the 13th, Travel on the Thursday. I've been told by those who work at airports 
there are actually less people traveling on a Thursday. That's also good to know. Thursdays, in my book, were always wonderful days. I love Thursday. It's a party day somehow. I love those Thursdays. So I think we're coming towards the end, and I didn't realize I could speak so much about the regular day because I wasn't very prepared for it. But I see now there are lots of things you can say about the regular day because whatever day it is, signals are coming to you from the universe in the form of the light. Of course, there is also darkness. But why do you have to pick the darkness and accept the darkness? Make yourself go towards the light. Because this is what you really want, isn't it? That's at least what I want out of my life. So, let's meditate a little bit. Let's meditate. And you can do that every day. You can start your day with a little meditation. It doesn't have to be that you sit there for 20 minutes or half an hour even. Some people sit for an hour. You get stoned if you sit for an hour in meditation. You can just put yourself in the light for three, four, five minutes and you will feel wonderful afterwards. And how do we do that? You imagine yourself sitting now in a ray of light. If you're driving a car right now, please, don't close your eyes. I don't want you to drive a, a car at all when we do the meditation. But you can always, even when you're driving, you can put yourself in the light. It will protect you. You can put yourself in the light if you're running. You can put yourself in the light at any time. If you're in the ocean, you're swimming. You're sitting on the boat. The light is available at all times. And now you begin to relax. Do you hear a bird outside? I hear the bird. There are lots of birds, with one sitting right outside. And we have spring coming to Florida. That's wonderful. Spring, it's spring in the air. And I heard it's spring in the air in several places on the northern hemisphere of our planet. So I always want to greet Australia. I have many listeners in Australia. Thank you for tuning in. And you know, of course, my books are selling in Australia as well. I love you to read them. Please read them. You will learn so much and you will actually enjoy them. Constant Awakening is kind of a spiritual adventure. And you read that one in three and a half hours. Yeah, that's all. It's an easy read book. The other one will take longer. The white light will take long. Now you breathe in and you begin to relax and relax and relax. You take a deep breath and you breathe in. You feel that within you there is a place that knows all and sees all. And you know now there is no coincidence in life. 
everything is a message somehow for you. There is a cosmic understanding out there and right here as well. And you are part of that cosmic understanding. You accept who you are. You feel strong. You feel you have the knowledge. You feel you have the courage to make a life that is good for you and also good for everyone out there. It makes you feel so light and clear. And now, you are, I am, the light. The light is shining through you. You feel how it sparkles. It goes through your spine. It shines from your spine, out in your body, into your heart energy. And you now become aware, you are getting aware of a warmth right in your chest area. And this is your inner light. And that inner light shines. Yes, you shine. Your inner light is now spreading out into your thoughts, into your mind. And you fill your mind with brilliant white, white light. That white light is throwing out all darkness. And you take a deep breath. You feel so at ease now. You feel so connected. I am a shiny light. You feel it more and more and more. I am a shiny light. You begin to feel truthful towards yourself. That this light within you makes no judgments. You love you. You love all about you and you do as well as you can according to the moment and you take another deep moment of just breathing light suddenly you find yourself in the beautiful God it's daylight. You look up and see the sky. And right there in the sky, there is like a big, big light. It's like a globe shining. You know it's not the sun, it's not the moon. It is an energy, a creation of light it is your shiny star up in the sky 
and that shiny light is there for you at all times. You breathe in the knowledge that this is so. You suddenly feel so rich, so confident. You just know that you are in charge of your life and you are so grateful for this connection and this moment. You feel a strong, strong union between you and that light in the sky. And suddenly, that big light in the sky is opening up and is sending down a big, big ray of light, a broad, wide ray of light coming down across the sky and you open your arms, you open your chest and you receive this light over you, into your heart and now you are united with the light of the universe. You feel powerful, you feel well, you feel so well beyond any limitation, you stretch your body, your shoulders are straight and firm, your spine is firm, you bend your head for a moment in gratitude and then you raise your head again, being proud, feeling proud of the one that you are. You are a child of the universe. This is what it means to be created in the image of God. This is what it is all about. You are, I am the light. This is the truth about you. You see now the beginning of the creation. The light within you is the beginning of you. This is what it means again to be created in the image of God. You represent the light. The light only thinking and feeling good thoughts because it shines. When things shine with the light, this is the highest frequency of all. And this is what you have awakened within you. And now you realize you are completely in the light. And you take a deep, deep breath. This is all that you need to know about meditation. You put yourself in the light, you relax and receive this loving light and let it shine all over you and all through you. This is who you are. All 
I am the light. And you give thanks. You give thanks. Yes, you give thanks for being connected with that formula of the highest power. And now, slowly, slowly, you're coming back to the here and now. Yes, to the here and now. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You open your eyes again. Yes. On this high signal, you open your eyes again. Thank you for listening in. I am Helena Steiner Hornstein. And I see you next time. I see you in quotes, so to speak, spiritually, metaphysically. I see you next time. Have a wonderful, wonderful day and make this a regular day of shiny light within you. Thank you so much. My websites are again findingyourinnerlight.com and bodysoulconnection.com. Keep in touch. Thank you. Bye-bye.